1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: All right, joining us now is Andrew Siciliano of NFL Network. Good to see you again, man. I mean, you've been doing these things for quite a while. It's changed, and how many years have you been here?
3: Sal, it's great to see you both. Um, It's been like 12, 13 years now, I think, here for me, but like... This event is so much different than it used to be, but in, in a good way, I think. I don't know. Like it, it feels like the combine is the one event that will experiment with new things on a on a yearly basis. Um, but it's great for the fans because it's it's hope. It's it's looking forward to next year. It's already. I think we all agree as fans. Like, let's get a game tomorrow. We're not going to, but it would be nice.
2: Let me ask you how you thought the NFL did with Vegas as a Super Bowl site after going to Vegas for four years and building this up and really never wanting to touch Vegas, and now they have their biggest event of the
3: year there. How did all that go? I think it's a question of when, not if, Vegas gets another Super Bowl. I think it went great. Um, Stadium's great. And the event is, I mean, everything's right there. Like, it's, you're not driving around town. Like, you have a meeting or a lunch or a dinner or an event, whatever. Like, it's just going out and walking to the next hotel. Now, Vegas, for all of us who have been there, and I'm sure your listeners have been there, it's the strip's a little more spread out than you think at first. Oh, like, oh, I'm walking to the wind. Okay, well, maybe that's a 20 minute walk, but it's walkable. And with the traffic, the traffic was awful. Um, You kind of had to walk everywhere. But it laid out well. There's so much event space, so much restaurant space, so many hotel rooms. Um, yeah, they're going to get another one.
4: What do you think the biggest storyline of the offseason, really around the league? Because obviously we're a Bills-specific podcast, but people want to know about the league. What do you think is the biggest story right now? That
3: is a great question. I would say the salary cap going up, but, but you know, I don't know, that's a, that's a news cycle. I, I think we'll all feel that effect. And, I mean, to a man, all these GMs up here are saying this week like wow woof, yeah that number is higher than we thought right Brandon Bean said "Woof, that number is higher than we thought um I, I think that's certainly part of it and, and then the Caleb Williams draft thing or specifically the top three quarterbacks or is there a fourth that that makes a push to do you know does does I don't know England maybe trade for Justin Fields how about that right and then you don't have a quarterback going one two three and then and then you have trade I, th- I think the Caleb Williams draft question he's going number one Period, but then how it falls in behind him to me is the biggest story for now. And then who knows what happens to free agency? I mean, like, are we going to have, like, where does Justin Fields go? That's a huge part of it, certainly. I'll ask you guys is Steph Diggs getting traded? I don't think they can do it financially. It would just, it would just kill the team. So, like, if, if, if he were to change teams, I don't think Justin Jefferson is getting moved or anything right. like that. I mean, Quessy pretty much shot that down yesterday. Um, but when you have a big name player that moves teams, And I think we will. I think that will dominate the conversation. Who's the guy? Maybe T. Higgins? Maybe a tag and trade? Something like that? I I think they bring him back. I think, especially early on in Joe's window, this is just my gut feeling, um, keep him healthy, keep those two pieces here, the two pieces meaning T. Higgins and Jamar Chase, and, and try to win this year. So
2: the Bills themselves, not getting over Kansas City, it's become a Josh Allen can't beat Patrick Mahomes, which I don't think is right or fair or true to him, but the Bills haven't been able to beat Kansas City. Nobody has. What is it going to take from your 30,000 foot view on the outside looking in? What does it take
3: for the Buffalo Bills to finally slay that dragon? I think it's actually more than the Bills. I mean, Patrick Mahomes has kind of cemented himself now as, and I hate to go Jordan or hate to go Brady, but he's like the modern day killer of dreams, right? Like the guy, we're in Indiana. I mean, Reggie Miller could never get by Michael Jordan, right? Or in in Utah, Carl Malone and John Stockton could never get by Jordan. And right now, Patrick Mahomes is that figure in the NFL. Like, he's that... Now, Joe Burrow and the Bills did it. I'm sorry, Joe Burrow and the Bengals did it. Now, someone else has to find out. I I think Josh will get there. I I think the bigger question, and I know Sean has addressed this, and obviously he wears it on his face and he, he owns it, is just, like, organizationally... Not do you blow it up and fire everybody? And that's not what I'm saying. But to answer your question, so like, what has to change? Right. I, I don't have that answer. And, and if they thought it would, was going to be the coach, then they would have done that by now. I, I don't know that it is the coach. They're gonna have to rebuild the defense. I mean, that, that to me is the biggest question. Not how do you beat Patrick Mahomes is how do you navigate the salary cap and retool with younger players, especially on that side of the ball, and still maintain your championship level. Because that that's the most difficult thing in my eyes for for you guys
4: do you still think that they're one of the teams that can go toe-to-toe with kansas city specifically in the afc because this year we saw a lot of things we didn't anticipate with the joe burrow injury and the chargers falling like a lot of the teams we thought were going to be there weren't there and i think that's what makes this past year probably so much harder for bills fans because you didn't have to contend with teams you thought you were going to um
3: yes they're still one of those teams and people are going to hate this answer because they have josh period and i know his 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 cap, gets, his cap hit gets harder now, deeper into the contract. And that's why like with the Bengals. You, you want to win earlier in that deal. You want to win still when you're on the rookie deal, ideally. But, yeah, they have Josh, and that's what everyone's chasing. That's why the Browns gave up all they gave to, to get to Sean Watson because they, they needed one of those guys. They watched the Bills and the Chiefs and, like, we need one of those guys. Everyone is looking for one of those guys. That's why if you're the Bears, you you, you do trade Justin, in my opinion. Right. You go get Caleb because – You hope he could be one of those guys, and then you just have to have things fall your way. Like, I mean, I would flip it over. Like, the Ravens, look at the Ravens, right? They have that guy, and they they seemingly do have all the other pieces, and they can't get over the hump. And it's like, I grew up a Browns fan. 86, 87, 89, three out of four years you're in the AFC Championship game. And who'd you lose to all three times? Bleeping John Elway and the Broncos, right? When the Browns head-to-toe were the better team head I mean there's no way that the Browns would have lost as badly now they might have lost all three in the Super Bowl but the way the Broncos got their doors blown off in those games Browns were the better team but they had that Superman in in John Elway that they couldn't get past and right now the Chiefs have that Superman and they have everything else
4: let me ask you really quick because you've got an interesting perspective on this not a lot of people have watched more football than you over the years how fun is Josh Allen he's
3: Freaking awesome! Are you kidding me? Now he—he's also, I would have to imagine, maddeningly madding, maddening and frustrating, because he does give the ball up. But I mean, think of the—yes, there's a lot of bust, but there's so much boom. Like, to to be that great, it's hard to play turnover free. Tom Brady, is that guy? But. He was Tom Brady has fun to watch as Josh I don't know, but Nobody has the rings. I get it, right? And it's entirely different. Um, can you put the two of them together? No, you can't. Maybe you can, and it's Patrick Mahomes, right? Um, but I remember Josh in, in Mobile, like at the senior bowl, and he made a couple of throws where I, I had scouts go, well, oh, you can't pull that bleep in the NFL, like. Like, look where he put that ball, like, in between seven sets of hands, and the guy's falling out of bounds, and like, yeah, but you can't do that. Why? Because NFL players are going to be too good and, and, like, won't ever give you, like, yeah, if that window was that small, like, they're going to close that window when, when that ball's in the air. I'm like, okay. And then he got to the league, and you're like, look, he's still doing it. <laughs> like, right. yeah.
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest.
2: So I was in Cleveland Stadium in 1990, the AC Divisional Round. Bills lose to the Browns. Mm-hmm. Ronnie Harmon drops the pass. I remember those years as well. He was picked him off the next yes, play, he yeah. Did. Mm-hmm. But what we can all share is those heartbreaking losses. The Bills, 13 seconds. Last year, you talk about the drive, the fumble, obviously. Give me from a Cleveland Browns fan's hurting perspective on what it takes for that team
3: to get even further than what they've been able to do. I mean, this one was really frustrating this year because I I, I think they are the better team in Houston. And, and I, I was at that game week 16 on Christmas Eve when they blew the doors off. And that was a Case Keenum game, yeah. right? But I know the Browns walked out of there going, we're the better team, like... Top to bottom, and then to have it go as badly as it did is—I is think they're still trying to process that. Um, I, I think the Browns have the pieces. You just look when Deshaun got hurt this year; um, they were seven and three, and he had just played his best game in a Browns uniform. And there wasn't even a second—not, I mean, there was no second close to the game he played in Baltimore where it turns out with a broken shoulder he went 14-14 to to the second half they beat at that point a juggernaut of a Ravens team that people were calling the best team of the NFL um, and, and then on Tuesday the Browns had sent on a press release he's out for the year nice knowing you and at that point it was just like the season's over but then it wasn't and that's what made this Browns season so special is that they and I think the, the players would even say this they they fed off people telling them that, oh, this week their season's over, or that week. It's, it's like, an, if someone else got hurt, they'd be like, okay, cool. Not okay, cool, but like, we're fine. I mean, they, they lost Nick Chubb, Deshaun Watson, Jed Wills, Jack Conklin, um, Dewan Jones. So your, your top three tackles, your quarterback, and your running back, um, and then... Another quarterback, and then another quarterback. Yeah, another quarterback, and then another quarterback, and then another quarterback, and then Grant Elpit, Who else? Miles played with one arm the second half of the year. Denzel Ward was banged up most of the the second half of the year. Um, Anthony Walker out for the year. Delpit out for the year. Maurice Hurst out for the year. Um, Who else? There are a couple other names like like they were like okay cool. Next, like oh you're gonna nah we're fine. Why Stefanski wins coach of the year? Why Stefanski wins coach of the year? Yeah.
4: Can they get over the hump next year?
3: I'd like to think so. That's the best division in the NFL. Um, I I would like to hope so. I mean, look, they're, they're hanging their hat on the fact that they were 7-3 and three when he got hurt and they were ascending. I think that the question next year is what happens if Deshaun is just mediocre? And then does that doubt creep into the locker room? I don't think so, but we'll see. Like, the, the way they ran off the field in Baltimore that day, that locker room believed they were winning the Super Bowl. And I, I think even heading into Houston, they felt it the same way with Joe Flacco. So how do you get that back? I mean, you, you, you guys know seasons are like, you're never going to get it back. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's so hard to get back. But, like, the people, the feeling, the momentum, everything, momentum is real, um, that you have in that building, you go back to square one the next day. And it's just like, can you get that magic back?
2: We've been there. One of my favorite stats though, finally this year, for the first time since nineteen eighty nine, the Browns finished ahead of the Steelers even in the division. Doesn't even not even win in the division, just finished ahead of the Steelers. Thirty four years it never happened. It,
3: it was glorious. Yeah. I'm sure for you. Yeah, it was. Um, eighty nine so they eighty nine lost in the AFC champion, eighty six yeah. But then two years later with Bud Carson, they beat the Steelers fifty six to three week one david grayson had two picks including a touchdown and that was that was like the biggest win there in pittsburgh until the 2020 wild card game so
2: hey thanks for doing this man we really appreciate it. i know uh you got a lot going on here always appreciate your stuff too so much going on going from podium to
3: podium listening to people dodge questions
2: <laughs> speaking of brown how about Fran brown syracuse baby
3: hey. recruiting we got some recruits coming. NIL money is real now, evidently. The, 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 the
1: faucet's been turned on. <laughs> I love it. Thanks a lot, buddy. You got it, guys. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.